Well, Grand Rising, everybody, I am so excited to welcome you all to the show, Self Cell Care, uh, hosted by The Female Solution. And um, I'm excited to let you know um, that I have a returning guest, Gina Martel, and she's from Zen Horse Barn. And um, I want to just tell you what we're going to talk about today. So are you like always attracted to, like if you're a woman, are you always attracted to the same type of guy? If you're a man, are you always attracted to the same type of girl, right? And are you not getting different results? So are you getting a different outcome than what you uh, wanted? So we're going to talk about today on the show how your mom and dad, right, may have an impact on how you choose your mate. For some of you, you're like, yeah, I get that, right? And then for the other views, you're like, really? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so the thing is, mom and dad are a really important part about how we choose our mate. And then um, even if you do choose the right mate for you, um, I'm here to tell you, um, and with the help of this beautiful woman, Gina, um, there are still issues to work out because of your childhood. Just going to say. All right. So let me bring on Gina Martel. Grand rising, beautiful sister. Good. How are you? You may have to move a little bit to the other side because I, I gave us a full screen. Yeah. Lean in. <laughs> How are Dodger and Blue? So Dodger and Blue are her horses, everybody. They're beautiful. Did you say 11? I heard it was going down to 31. But is it because you're further north? I think we just donated our shovel. <laughs> I'm really not kidding. I'm like, why do we need a shovel? We're in Georgia. Well, so, right, so I um, I grew up uh, near the border of Wisconsin, and so our horses, uh, yeah, they, they not only did they walk around with icicles, but blankets and icicles, right? <laughs> so, because it got cold, you know, um, and, you know, they're okay as long as they're running around and they're not just sitting there. Um, and we give them the good food and the love, and we make sure they have access to the stall. So, <laughs> things were just going. 
and uh, and a few carrots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so it's funny because Blue and Dodger are, are piping in right now, and they're saying, "Mama, we know that there's carrots in there." <laughs> We saw the big bag, and we know you didn't eat them all. All right, that's important. So um, we have Teddy, uh, Teddy May. She goes to Teddy June. Uh, she says, I'm on. Much love to you and all on here. Love to you too, Teddy. Uh, and um, and uh, we've got, uh, oh, look, it came on like several times. That's interesting. Everything's repeating, including uh, beautiful girls here, which we will just ignore that. And hopefully somebody can block that for us. Um, so, Gina, what happens when we pick our mate? Like, what, like, like, what's the, what's the 411 or what, what's the 911 when you pick the wrong mate? Got two hours for the show and the first commercial had to lay thirty Uh-huh. Equation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's funny, my mom, um, and I'll interrupt for a minute, there's two things. One, we have a caller, but you, whoever's calling in at 312-849, um, we're going to pause you for a little bit so we can have Gina kind of get everybody started with the show, just to let you know. And then secondly, my mom encouraged me because she wanted to be a grandma so bad. Have babies. I don't care if you're married, she says. Have babies. Make me a grandma. I'm like, mom, not sure I'm up for that. <laughs> I didn't even want to have babies. <laughs> I want to have other people's babies. Yeah, 
Oh, yeah. Oh, all day. Yeah, yeah I know that. Uh huh. Right and back. Over, over and over. Arranged by women, most of them. Well, it just occurred to me. So, um, so I was, my mom, you know, she had a father wound, um, huge because there, she was a product of divorce. Right. And she loved her father so much. And my grandmother really wouldn't let them be together at all. I know it gets, so here's the interesting thing. Um, I've been, I've been on a quest to heal my father wounds and it just occurred to me who's in my house and I'm not talking about Andrew. That's my grandfather, Bagala. I, Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I mean, same thing here. I mean, not same, similar, right? And uh, my, you know, I told you about my mom and her dad, but then my dad, and I love my father, you know that, and I love my mom. So that's the people, we're not telling you not to love your parents, just so yeah, yeah. Um, but he was not around. Like he would come home uh, sporadically, right? And so I thought that's how that worked. Like you had to spend the night out in order to get your job done. <laughs> right. It's just the story you make up because you got to figure out, because if they're not coming home, they got to work all night long. <laughs> Was she just, was she putting you know, a, a, a meal ticket or did she? What? Wow, wow, wow. I'm so sorry.
Yeah, and, and if you're a man choosing a woman, Oh, that's a problem for me. <laughs> I'm like, hey, yeah, I'm in trouble now. <laughs> Let me say, that's a good thing I was in therapy since I was 11. I'm just going to say Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Oh. That's not me. <laughs> Who's the, what's the, who's the author again? Norwood. So women who love too much by Robin Norwood. Oh, so the whole body. Thank you. Right. Yeah. So. Good morning, Chris. Thank you for being here. And thank you, Andrew, for being here. Nice. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Teddy, for being here. We love you all. All right, we're back to mommy and daddy issues. Well, I'm going to say because I got beatings, but go ahead. Right. Right. I re I think I remember that movie. Talk to me. Yeah, yeah.
Oh, my dad freaked out when he saw me in a bathing suit. Yeah, yeah. Well, my sister had those body uh, image issues. I didn't really, he just, you know, he, he just didn't want us out. <laughs> He's like, okay, you've reached puberty. Yeah, you're not going out anymore. <laughs> You love too much, yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I I'm gonna ask you some questions. We have, we're going to break in a few minutes, but you know, I was basically raised by my mom and um and my oldest, second oldest brother, uh, David, you know, he's like my dad and he was amazing. Uh, he was amazing growing up, still is amazing. Um, and, uh, I just kind of think that I was picking men that were like my mother still did. Yeah. I mean, because my mom was passive aggressive. I mean, she didn't mean to be, <laughs> you know, she didn't want to share her feelings, but my dad really, my dad wasn't passive aggressive. He told you exactly what was so. Um, and he, uh, when he chose to, he shared his, actually, he was pretty good at sharing his feelings. Now that I think about it, once we actually started talking, you know, that, that was momentous in its own right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because we're the fix-it lady. Right, because they're not fixing themselves. Right? And we should talk about, because, I mean, actually, you are the fix-it lady, um, and but in the healthy way, right? And, um, you know, Andrew and I came to see you, and it was eye-opening to me about some of the things that I learned and then um and I'd like to talk about that in the you know when we come back in a few minutes but um and then uh what we got Chris says she says I think the best thing my dad did for me was let me know I could do anything I put my mind to and never let anyone tell me different yeah yeah, Chris, both my mom and dad did that for me too. 
Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you that um, so that's how I grew up. I mean, my parents told me basically I could do anything I wanted. I mean, I remember sitting on the stairs, going up to the bedroom, uh, you know, to their side of the house. And um, they would just tell me this all the time. And when I found out that other people didn't get that, I was floored. Like it was so. Like when I, what I didn't understand. Um, just making sure my phone is off. Good. Um, what I didn't understand is how many people are told that they can't do or they don't have to do. What I mean, like, like to me, that's crazy. Like, why would you instill? whatever you do is good enough or you won't be good enough. Why would you instill anything other than what Chris just wrote? That's better opinion. That physically abuse. Huh? Wow. We grew up, I mean, there were a couple things that my dad uh, demanded, which was one of, and I didn't agree with it at all. Um, you know, I grew up Jewish uh, before converting to Christianity, but as a um, young girl and, and my siblings, my, the, my brothers, uh, the boys all were bar mitzvahed or bat mitzvahed, right? Bar yeah. And so, um, and the women were not allowed to have a bat mitzvah. Mm -mm. We were, uh, 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 uh. so that was like, and so by the age of 50, um, I'm now, you know, at that point I was on disability and I was studying for my bat mitzvah to have it at age 53, which would have been, you know, 40 years exact of the time you're supposed to have a bat mitzvah, which is 13. And then, of course, I converted to Christianity at that time. <laughs> I had the ultimate bat mitzvah. <laughs> and to my Jewish family and friends, I don't dishonor uh, our background. Uh, growing up as a Jew was amazing. It taught me to be a critical thinker. I just found more love over here. That's all.
you know, so and they taught me it's, it was, it's, you know, I have nothing bad to say about it. That's all. Yeah, I, I'm a Jesus follower, but I'm not a Bible bumper, right? Like, um, there's so much information available to us as intuitives that's not in the Bible. Yes, Andrew can speak to that in a level that's like, that that's his gig, man. He knows it. He's he's brilliant. Thirty-two. I'm gonna go to commercial real quick. Unless there's something you want to say before we go to commercial. Okay. And then um, let's see what we got here. And so, uh, meanwhile, before we do that, if you're listening and you have a question for Gina or myself, but I really think she's got the show here. Five one five is the number. Six zero five. And then 9325. We're testing my eyesight today and my memory all at the same time. So, uh, again, call into the show, 515-605-9325. Now, you can just listen in on the show on that line, or you can press 1, and that's where we'll know, like a hand will go up in, in, in the back room, and we can uh, you can ask questions of Gina or myself, okay? So let's get this party started with these uh, couple quick commercials. Don't leave us. We love you. We're excited to have you. All right. So I want to just talk about this functional food program for a quick minute. So it's $99 uh, for the self-paced program. Of course, there's coaching plans available. And I got a bonus. So, <laughs> so I'm doing some classes um, that start next year. A men's group, and a women's group, and it's part of the three R's program, which is remove, 
replace, receive, which is remove those things that don't serve you, replace those things with fu that fuel your soul to receive the light, right? And um, typically that program is $3,700, actually $3,750 one-on-one, -on -one. but I'm doing groups. So the price is going down to $1,000 for 10 sessions. Yeah. So instead of paying me $220 an hour, you're paying me $50 an hour. Yeah. So, but here's the bonus. If you sign up for this class before end of year, um, you get that functional food program for free. So it's a bonus, right? Because here's the thing, and you know this, Gina. Um, first of all, uh, we're having the 10-year anniversary of the end of the Mayan calendar um, tomorrow, right? And people are spiritually awakening. It's very, in my opinion, it, it can be done, but it's not easy. It, but it's difficult to really connect to God on a level um, or to source, you know, on a level that is as meaningful as it can be. Doesn't mean it's not meaningful, just means there's something better if you don't have a clean body and a clean diet. Because it makes the work that you and I do harder, doesn't it? Yeah, it's when I did too. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And both, I lost two people just before the Mayan calendar uh, ended. Mm -hmm. uh. Same. I can help you on the sugar. Yeah. I can help you on the sugar part. I'll take care of that for you. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. So, um, and I'll make this brief just because it's really not our topic, but I do think it interrelates. Um, well, I know it does. When I um, finally uh, got properly diagnosed, because for people know they was misdiagnosed if you just watch that little clip and um uh there was a lot of trauma and so when we are consuming foods and um repetitively and we have trauma our body starts to see those foods as a predator and it shows up as food sensitivities so i had 135 of them andrew had 165 now most of my food sensitivities were vegetables. So when I had to reclaim my health, 
I did it with all most, not all, but mostly meat. Now today, because so that's why I can't judge people who are not vegan or I mean, what if you're sensitive to that crap, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I now that I have zero sensitivities because I reverse them all. Um, and by the way, I can do that for you. Um, message me if you need that. Um, I have about 10% meat, you know, and 90% vegetables or, and, and grains, like healthy grains, healthy vegetables and fruits. So, and, uh, and then there's, it seems like, like if I really need grounding, I'm either having a ton of, you know, because meat is grounding. So, uh, a ton of, um, watermelon and dark chocolate, but then eventually sometimes I just need that meat. <laughs> so, Yeah, yeah, I know that too. Although we're going to talk a little bit about some, well, shellfish. By the way, um, in the uh, back room, can you put down your contact information? Because I would love for you to share so I can share with everybody how people can reach out to you. So in private chat, see. Yeah, so you should have a ding. You should, uh, yep, see that? Says, please add your contact information so I can add it to the banner. You just, yeah, you just type it in and then I'll put it in there for you when, uh, after I get it. So, you know, like that. Thank you, Chris. Because I, I'd asked earlier, but we got, uh, and, uh, and Teddy, uh, says, Andrew Calhoun, beautiful girls is back. Uh, <laughs> So I think Teddy's <coughs> asking you to block those babies. At, block the beautiful girls. There you go. So, and uh, and I think we missed a couple while you're doing that. Uh, um, Chris had said, she says, and of course my love of nature comes from her father. And she says, ignorance, ignorance is bliss or not. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, well, at least we've got some really great followers of girls in the city. I mean, <laughs> going back to the posts over here. Um, mm
You look cute, Dolly. And you know we're casual on this show because I expect you to bring socks in too. So little little soul in the orange. Okay. Okay, let me see the author again because I'm writing that down. Oh, so we've got two that we want, Little Soul and the Earth, and then Conversations with God, which is really what it's all about in this world. You know, so like if we stop looking for approval, right, from everybody else and just go up. Mm. Oh, I do all day. Yeah. Yeah, I got grandfather in my next room. So, yeah, no. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, because when you're an intuitive and you're awakening and then like someone like you or I share that concept, it does resonate as true. Like they, they get it like because it's getting reactivated. And right. So um, and it and it's, you know, I keep on forgetting what I want to say. I need to start taking. Oh, yeah, I did take notes. OK. Uh, <laughs> one of those days, man. Woo. So, you know, we're the final phase of the functional food program is like we have maybe four hours left of work left to do. And I was up to one o'clock in the morning that I got up, at, you know, early. So. Yeah, yeah. But the show that what I was going to say is the show that I did 
with Michelle Froge, which is at the first. We, Michelle Froge is the rock star coach, and she's on the show once a month, the first Tuesday of the month. So the first Tuesday, I believe, was either December 5th or 6th, and we talked about self-love. It was so, I mean, so powerful. Actually, you and I should do a show on that as well. And then she and I are doing another show, of course, January uh, 3rd, and it's on forgiveness. Right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Hold on. I want to make some something really, really important here. So, and this is what you taught me. Okay. So I forgave my mom and dad. Um, I forgave my brother, uh, my oldest brother for abusing me, you know, physically abusing me. Um, The first thing I forgot though, was to forgive myself for what I activated. Okay. The second thing I forgot to do was to remove the frequency and imprint and cellular memory from my body. Cause I was, it's so, I mean, like, you know, it, it comes across as judgmental and I swear I wasn't trying to be, but it was. So, <laughs> so I'll just own it. But I say this often in life, we get to choose to either be the dog or we get to be the tail of the dog. Right. So the dog's leading the tail, but the tail's going, right. So what do you want to be in life? Do you want to be the dog leading the charge or do you want to be the tail going, not really having an idea which way it's going to go because the dog's leading the way. And I thought it was, a, sorry, oops. I thought it was the dog. Sorry, folks. I'm going to own this right here. I was the tail. Even when I thought it was the dog and I was the tail because <clears throat> it was a tail because I had the imprint on my body still, even though I forgave them. And I had the frequency in the cellular. And so until Gina pointed that out, right? 
like that it was still present. Like you brought that out that I could see that that frequency. I was still operating from that. Great that you forgive your parents. How are you going to get rid of that frequency? How are you going to get rid of that cellular memory? How are you going to remove the imprint? Mm-hmm. Well, so not only does it, okay, so that attaches to the cells and yes, it causes disease. And then you're repeating that to yourself. So you're maintaining and manifesting disease. Mm -hmm. No. Right. I talk about this. I didn't know that this is, yeah. And you're, and, and you're not even paying rent, right? I mean, like. Mm Yeah, it's, it's huge. Um, and, and going back to the forgiveness, uh, cause this includes you too, Gina, um, and Chris was part, a big part of this. And then, I mean, there were so many healers involved, but you guys were, you know, uh, the core group, um, as you know, on October 18th, we did a healing circle for our friend, Michael Murphy Burke. Mm-hmm doing amazing he's actually scheduled to be on the show on valentine's day so and just to get i have permission to tell this story because i mean it's like he's just been so um you know 
open about it. Um, his heart was failing and um, they said there was no way to repair it. And he said, yeah, I don't think so. They offered him potentially to have, you know, like cut open the heart. He's like, yeah, no one's cut into my body. And I'm like, good man, good man, love you. And um, he was on oxygen in a wheelchair, sold his house. They sold his car because he was ready to die. That's what they all said. Everything was gone. Yeah. So a couple weeks ago, I'm at church and we have the Tibetan monks there. And Andrew goes, Michael's here. Oh, what, what, what? He goes, yeah, Michael, Mike, Michael Murphy's here. Michael Murphy Burke. Well, what do you mean? Like, and he goes, and he's walking. <laughs> so he has no oxygen. He walks fine. Um, when I saw him then, his heart was uh, mostly completely healed. Like, you know, as in medical intuitive, I could tell. Um, but if he's walking without oxygen and he's huge, yeah, and no, no wheelchair, he's fine. So, you know, his biggest thing is probably he's going to have to go make some money after he gets better completely. <laughs> and that's the easy thing. That's the easy thing because he did the hard work. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because um, I know I, I know that um, you uh, were on in route and I'm not sure if you heard this part of the of the healing circle, but I started with forgiveness. And so I'm going to put the link in here. Um for people to access because the most important thing we did for him at the beginning, everything was important at the beginning was to help him through forgiving himself because he was blaming himself. And I have to tell you, if you are listening and you are blaming yourself for things and self-loathing, please stop it. Please stop it. And watch let me I'll just show me keep talking I'll just show the the, the screen Yeah, people don't understand it. So there you are here on the right. I'm at the top. Here's Andrew, Sonia, and Michael's right there. So, um, so, and Chris was in the little computer <laughs> on stage. Uh, so it was, and then there were probably a thousand healers that had piped in um, either before, during, or after to support this event and support him. And he is walking. Well, I have that photo too. Hold on. <laughs> so here's where I'm getting him to do the mantras, right? I'm like,
Yeah. Yeah. Look at this. I mean, he's just filled with love. And look at the work you were doing here. You're whispering in his ear, right? And um, my husband, Andrew, holy crap, he's got the best flipping energy. Crap. Like, he's a Reiki master, as you know. And it was so funny. So, you know, he, he started practicing. And women, <laughs> the women came back. You know, one woman would go back and get the other one. She goes, what happened to you? You're, you're, you're glowing. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, because that's what happens when you're around Andrew. You glow. <laughs> and Andrew's like the glow stick, right? <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, and I want to say this, because um, he said it too, so it's okay to say. He did die. Yeah, a part of him died. The part that he didn't need, yeah. The part he didn't need anymore died. Yeah. And so, and uh, Andrew's actually going to call into the show after the break, which we have to go to commercial in a minute, and he's going to talk about what he did. Um, because he let a part of himself die the other day. It was amazing. He, he let it go. I'm, I am so profoundly, uh, I don't actually have words actually to describe how I feel, but like what he did, that, that was the work. Like what he did, it was amazing what he did. Um, he let it go, forgave himself. And he loves himself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do burning lender letters, ending of soul contracts, because, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to, uh, you don't have to keep the contract, renegotiate that. Yeah, 
Yeah, and it's interesting. I was taught to wear, um, um, like I would hold a grudge and I'd wear it like a badge of honor and I learned it from my mom and I learned it from my sister. And, um, oh, I mean, and I got it that I was doing that. It was crazy. I was Yes, and it's also letting go of the hope that the past never happened. It's happened. So I was listening to Oprah. That's okay. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Right, 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 right. I have a little uh, saying, uh, it's a uh, infographic. It says, don't look back. You're not going that way. <laughs> Spoiler. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, I totally. Um, let me go, speaking about going forward, I'm going to go to our commercial real quick, and then uh, I know my husband's going to call in, so I'm kind of excited about that. So um, let's see what here. <sighs> let's do that.
All right, so we are back. Um, yeah, I think, and I love this um, edging God out is your ego, right? When people ask me questions that I know is really not for me to answer, I teach them how to access source energy, right? Because ask God. My opinion doesn't really count. So, and when we can get out of that, out of that ego, um, it's, you know, just a much better place to be. Um, okay, we have a couple of comments. Teddy says, tears of gratitude for letting go. Mm, love you. And Dr. Tracy Cantarudi, she says, good morning. Can you talk about holding the idea Someone needs to apologize for how they treated you. Oh, yeah. So um, do you want to talk about that, Gina, or should I? Well, I think it's more about that someone needs to apologize for how they treated you. Do they really need to or not really? Because they don't. Okay, so we're on different planes, but go ahead. You go first, and then I'll talk. I'll be the antithesis, which is fine. Right. So there are people who apologize as an exit strategy so they can go on to the next thing. Which is manipulation, right? I do. Mm -hmm. Right. So the, the thing is, as an intuitive, I can tell if somebody's doing it from the heart. And I'm like, yeah, no. And then they're like, what do you mean? No, I apologize. Like, 
Yeah, you don't actually mean it. What do you mean I don't mean it? Well, I know you don't mean because you're not heart-centered. So get into your heart. Understand how you made me feel, right? Um, and like that. So um, so I'm a no for that. That's where we're at. Yeah, give it to God. Yeah, it's called burning letters. And I suggest that you do it in pencil, not in ink, because ink melts and pencil, the lead will just, you know, or the graphite, whatever it is now, will will actually. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. I, we do both. I mean, absolutely. But I also want to just kind of expand upon this with uh, Dr. Tracy. So, um, so here's the thing. Um, oh, I hear it. Okay. So Dr. Tracy and I go way back. Uh, and really, she's an amazing soul. So um, I'm just going to tell you what I hear for you, Dr. Tracy. So your lesson here, um, your universal lesson is to forgive somebody who doesn't really even get what they're doing. Forgive them anyway is what I just said. That's about you and your lesson. This has nothing to do with that. And I um, oh, don't count me. Well, they're saying, okay, just say it. So um, I suspect heavily that when you really forgive them and love them where they're at and understand that they don't even, they're not even conscious of it, and you really truly just do that from the heart, what's going to happen? They're going to come to you eventually after you do your work. After you do your work, they're going to come to you and apologize. I'm feeling it. But I'm also feeling, because I know Tracy, that she's there's a lot of pain for Tracy around this. And Tracy, you know, offline, I can um, help you with that and remove it from your timelines and your etheric field and physical body and all that. And so, um, and so we can uh, uh, we can set up time for that because this is about this has been handed down to you from lifetimes it's ancestral and it's um 
something you need to really get rid of. It's not yours to own anymore. It's stopping you from uh, it's stopping you from uh, stopping you from living your best life, is what they say. But I feel like there's something in particular, but they're not telling me what it is. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that's the thing. So Gina and I do something similar, but not the same. And, um, you know, I honor both practices. Like, like the practice may be one practice may be better for you than the other. It doesn't really matter to us. Um, just want you to get healthy and heal. Um, there's, uh, hold on here. It says, uh, Chris says, I don't know. I believe it depends on the person and people are where they are. Some are not capable. I would choose not to let it eat me up. Right. Um, Or apologize. I think Chris is a she, but I think Chris uh, is saying <clears throat> it's fine. Um, that some people are just not capable of apologizing. Yeah. Well, right. And so, um, uh, yeah, because sometimes I apologize and I don't really feel like it's for me, I apologize that they felt that way and that what I said made them feel that way. But I also realize, and sometimes it's their perception, it's their clouded belief systems that's having them filter crap. So Right. Yes. Yeah. And I agree here with Chris. She goes, right. She goes, I'm sorry. I made you feel that way. It's not my intention. Right. And that's why I say that because certainly not my intention, but I also, and I don't necessarily tell them all the time, 
but they may have a filter on that's having them receive things in a negative manner because of what they heard as a kid. Yes, um, they can't apologize for their part, so I'll just apologize for their perception of it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, we have so many comments. <laughs> uh, so we have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, De Deborah, who's one of our Saturday uh, uh, afternoon hosts, says some people don't know how to apologize and don't believe they need to, you know, and that's not our charge. That's their. Wow. <gasps> wow. My mom was going to cry too.
You know, it's like, here's the thing. If that's what you need to do to make you feel better, go for it, Dolly. That's what I say. I mean, yeah, that's, that's Well, here's the thing. Well, because she's hurting. That's why she's doing it. Not because she she's hurting. I'm going to bring on my husband. Um, um, so let me just do that. So let's see if I can get that right. There we go. Andrew Thayer Calhoun. Are you there? I don't hear him. That's weird. And I've got this other one, other mic open. So I, I, I don't know why I have two mics open. So actually I'm going to call Andrew on the phone and close mic because I think I, I understand what's going on. So Andrew, I'm going to call you on my phone to your phone. Um, hold on a second here. So we can't actually take in callers today. It looks like uh, there's something going on with the switchboard again. What a surprise. Um, uh, I'm really looking forward to just getting rid of blog talk altogether because it's a joke. Um, so let me just dial him up. Okay. All right. So uh, let me just put you by the speaker. Go ahead. And so we have Andrew, the voice of Andrew Calhoun. The voice of Andrew Calhoun. Hi, Gina. Hi, hi. I'm doing great, and um, I'm so grateful for the work that you've done with me uh, and with Jody. And I wanted to share uh, a few things with the audience uh, because um, we all go through challenges uh, from being a child uh, to being an adult, having. Uh, Parents, because we're all shaped by our parents, as, as we've been talking about this morning. Uh, boys, their, their first love is their mother, and, and the father is the one they look up to, the first person they look up to. And then those relationships change either for better or for worse um, as they progress. Uh, it doesn't mean that they can't, can't get better. We can't mend things, even decades later. Even if, the, even if the parent has passed from this earth, there still can be some healing that goes on. And you, you talk about that in the, in the last half hour. But I wanted to to share about challenges that, challenges that we all have. And I'll just speak me, for me personally. Uh, the other night, a couple of nights ago, um, we, Jody and I were in our storage uh, locker. Uh, we moved down from the Chicagoland area, sold, sold my house, and moved down here. Uh, the market was crazy, so we decided to rent. And we rented in a small and a two-bedroom apartment as opposed to a house. We have a lot of things to put in storage. We're going through those things, and I don't know whether it brought up memories or brought up uh, some kinds of emotions, but I just kind of felt like things are just not going, they aren't where I want them to be. And Joy and I are in a good place in our relationship, but I mean, as far as as, um, as work uh, goes and as our, our wellness business, Susan Essentials, uh, we continue to make uh, great progress and make, do fantastic things with people, but I was in. Um, I was doing Reiki sessions uh, for for several hours in a health food store in Nature's Corner Market, uh, in, which is in Marietta and in Woodstock, uh, Georgia. And, and 
you know, I talked to numerous people who said, yeah, I'll call you really, really great stuff that we need to, that I want you to work with and uh, you could help me. And that had happened the week before and you know, you get no calls. That's not a big deal, but you're like, come on. People keep on saying they're going to call, they don't call. So you start making yourself wrong. I start making myself wrong. What am I doing wrong that people aren't calling and not following up when they said they would? Um, uh, why if, am I not being, am I not good enough? Um, and I have to realize that other people are going through challenges as well. As well. If they say they're going to call and they don't call the first day or the first week, they've got other things going on. doesn't mean they won't call next week or maybe it's not the right time for them. Uh, so it was, uh, it was a challenge for me. I really needed to release that and understand, and, and everyone needs to release things like that and understand that we have so many positive things and positive stories uh, because there are people who then did call me and said, I want to, I want some information about, uh, uh, I want, I didn't get to have a Reiki session, but I'd like to have that. Or you talked about water filters. I really think that's important for me and for my family. Uh, tell me more about that. So the good news did come. Um, and one really important fact, and, and when I have you two on the, on, on the phone, is for people to lean into others. Don't try to do it alone. I have a shoulder to cry on or a, a counselor to talk to, to work you through it. People who, who know how to help. And it's reach out. Even if you don't have a therapist or a coach or someone as talented as the two of you to go to, go to a friend and just talk out things because it will get better. It, and, 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 but it's not going to get better. It's easier to get better when you get lean on someone and, and get some coaching and some help. So I appreciate both of you. Well, you thank you. Um, and I want to, may I add to that, Andrew? Of course. So um, one, I think we, you know, I, there, there's a lesson in that. Sometimes we're not supposed to be the person's provider. We're just here to plant a seed um, for that person. Right. And then the the provider is someone else. And I'm okay with that. And I know that Andrew is now okay with that. Um, and the other thing is, um, you know, you know, I'll just say this. So Andrew, um, you know, I, I remove demons from people. And I untether them from other dimensions, and um, and sometimes a demon can come back onto someone's body. I also remove curses. Well, I apologized to Andrew that night because when he was out doing his work and being the light that he is. And by the way, you don't get demons unless you are like the light. Just so you know, this is you don't get a demon on you unless. They're so scared of your light and the, and the love that you bring into the world. And Andrew's light is so strong. I mean, it's so bright. And um, I, uh, we had taken a demon off of Andrew months ago. And I didn't pick up. It took me 24 hours to figure out that he had another demon on him. And I apologized to him from the heart. I said, I, I should know better. I should have seen this. I said, I apologize. And we got that off of him. This has all happened like two days ago. We got that off of him. And um, 
and he was able to then process his feelings and um and you know and the other thing is i learned is that we have ports some of us on our body which is where they access you so we closed up all those ports which we didn't do the first time i don't think maybe we did maybe we didn't maybe we missed something i don't know but the point is that you know he was feeling bad like a failure and i'm like uh let me show you your list you know, I rated, I, I created like a four page list for him prior to this, witnessing his greatness. Like, these are all the things that you are so great at and that you have done for yourself to make yourself a better version of you. And you did this. No one else did this. You made the choice. Right. And so, you know, it's, uh, you know, Andrew, would you speak to, the the self-limiting beliefs because i think i would say those are gone for you now um most of them anyway and would you talk about what you did to shift your thinking you know whether it was going to the akashic records or whatever any other practice that you did to shift your mindset right so part of it uh, shifting it uh is uh forgiving yourself for uh and not living in the past. So if you look and you say, back then, back six years ago, I was at the pinnacle of my success and then things changed and things dropped off and I haven't gotten back to there. And gotten back to there really means I haven't had the financial success that I had 76 years ago or whatever. And it's not me and there's lots of people out there who may feel the same way. Uh, but I, but then you look at the kinds of successes, I'll speak for me and people have their own experiences, but the successes that I've had, uh, they're on a different level. I'm so much more aware now than I was six years ago. I'm so much more spiritually enlightened than I was six years ago. I'm so much more at peace with myself on many levels than I was six years ago. I was, I was telling myself things or, or living a life that I thought was what I should be doing uh, because of expectations that other people had for me. So I reflected to think where, 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 why did I think I was in such a great place those six years ago? Why do I think I'm in a lesser place now because I'm not in that lesser place? So there's, there's that. There's also, so self-forgiveness is an important thing in recognizing that, uh, that I have great gifts and that people appreciate these gifts. And as you mentioned, when I was in, I was uh, at three Reiki sessions in a row. And as Jody mentioned a few minutes ago, the first, they were all three friends and, and they're sitting at a table. And, and I come back with the first one and said, who's going to be next? And they said to their friend, you're glowing. That's amazing. What happened? <laughs> He says, wait till it's your turn, you'll know. You'll see you'll you'll, you'll experience it too. So the like He that. does this remotely, people too. You can go <laughs> remotely. And then she's also a Reiki practitioner, so she knows. And she said that's incredible energy that you transmitted from Georgia to Indiana. I can feel it. Uh, so it's sometimes we don't get the accolades like that when people say that was amazing i'm glowing i can't believe how good you make me feel 
sometimes we hear those and sometimes we don't hear them. Doesn't mean that they don't exist. You can you touch people every day. You touch people the right way or the wrong way. We've talked about this lots of times on the show about how energy travels. Reiki energy um, can be face-to-face touching people or being inches away from a person or it can be three states away. That's, that's positive. So positive energy through Reiki or just through being yourself uh, can make an impact on people's lives that you're not even aware of. At the same time, the negative energy that you might, you might bring in uh, is going to affect people as well. Even as, as Jody was saying, even if you're not really consciously aware of the bad energy, the other person is, or maybe. And and to say, when you talked about the apologies, I'm sorry, but you're not really sorry. You're just saying that to exit the relationship, to exit the situation and get out of it so, so you don't have to say anything more. So energy is a big thing, both negatively and positively. And to, to, to kind of wrap up this, um, I, I realized the kind of positive impact that I'm making on people's lives. Uh, and, and fortunately, I and we all like to hear a verbal expression that people say, you made a big impact on my life. Um, I was talking to people last night who needed help, just needed like five minutes of talking to uh, and, and it made a huge difference in, in, where, in their trajectory. They were not feeling, it's a person I didn't even know. I uh, happened to get in a conversation with them, and, and he said, That's, you've really changed my outlook on what I think because I wasn't feeling so good about myself, and now I feel like I have hope. The bottom line is I've, I realized that I can make, and I am making differences in people's lives. I'm making a positive change for people, and every one of us can make a positive change the people we talk to and people we interact with, even if we, even if they don't tell us, you can. Thanks, Jody. Thanks, Gina. Going to add to that, Gina. Yes, I did a post on that the other day. You get older crap, people. Don't be sleeping with people you don't absolutely need to be with for the rest of your life. Oh, excuse me. He's on the truth, Dolly. <laughs> Yeah. 
Kapan? Yeah, I just want to say, because it's so important. Some people, and I did this like uh, in training, lots of different trainings throughout my lifetime. Some people are going to show up, not necessarily how they normally do, okay? They're going to show up just for you so you release your crap. Well, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and it, and it, yeah, these are great books. Um, and and I and I'll say that. And here's Dr. Dwayne Dwyer. Love him. So I did this too on my site. Different. Mine's all about food, right? And I also do about mindset. But this, these are these are different books than what I recommend. But this is her site, everybody. Um, and then. I just also want to share this. Hold on. So I don't know that uh, we can play it or not, but this is the Honopono that you spoke about. Meditation. 
you can. This is great for forgiveness. So, <laughs> so I've had a different kind of sneeze lately. And it's, it's a clearing sneeze. I'm not allergic to anything and I'm not sick. <laughs> you, know, you clear things, wind, fire, earth, rain, and I'm doing a lot of wind. <laughs> Oh, I don't know how to say that. Yeah. So we did get that. We got that. Uh, Andrew, how long ago did we get that? Uh, we, I'm not sure, but we, um, we, yeah, I, I, I can't remember. Yeah, we, we got that too. I know what you're talking about because I felt like it was very spiritual. And so this resonates with me big time. Uh huh. Yeah, and I want to go back to Tracy for a moment. She says, I love the reminder of only two emotions, love or fear. The ultimate prayer is, Lord, please heal my fear-based thoughts. Oh, I love that. Thank you, Tracy. And then Zelda says, Grand Rising, uh, beautiful sisters. I need a Kleenex. Uh <laughs> he says, awesome information for singles and couples. Thanks for the crucial show, especially for the holidays. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Chris says, uh, Tracy, uh, Tracy Rudy, that's a great prayer. I agree. Love it. Thank you. I got chills all over. And then she says, energetic parasites and stuck souls are definitely drawn to our light. It's incredibly important to learn how to identify them. Yeah. And so here's the other thing. If you have parasites on the inside of your body, you can't have them on the inside unless you have them on the outside. It, it doesn't happen any other way. And I do help you get rid of parasites because I have a red light therapy for that and some clothes. But anyway, <laughs> I'm like, this is what I can do. Um, and then Chris says a big red flag is when the internal conversation turns real nasty. Yeah, I am catching myself now. And I just go like this. I'm like, done. You know, like, let it go. Forgiveness. It's not worth it. Right? Yeah, whatever. Well, we need to be humble like that.
right? Yeah. Right. So as long as if this is you, don't worry about it. You you can get it handled. But if every time there's an issue, you're pointing the finger at someone else and not looking at yourself, you need to shift that around because you yeah, you have to look at you and um and see what the message is, what's the lesson. And I'm not saying make yourself wrong. We've all been through it. Like we all made the mistakes or we don't use the word mistake and wrong in this household anymore. We use the word lesson. We've all had similar lessons. Honor that, you know, it's just a lesson. It's okay. And that's what you and flame is, everybody. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, and Nan says, and I don't know what, what, what point that Nan piped in here, but she says, true, so true, and preach. Well, we appreciate you letting us preach, Nan. So we're grateful. Um, and I want to mention that I have this program and I'm going to, um, share it real quick here. Um, so let's just go here. Hold on. Let me undo this. So my program, and this is how you get in touch with Gina, by the way. So Gina Martell, um, coaching, coach Gina Martell always looks like coaching, but the G, you know, okay, whatever. Coach Gina Martell.net or Gina Martell at gmail.com. Oh, thank you, jeanemartel at gmail.com. And so I'm going to share a screen, though, because my program starts at the beginning of the year. So it's this special three hours program, two groups, one for men, one for women. You can do it in person or, or virtual. It's 20 sessions, 10 sessions, two hours each. And it's uh, January through May, every other Thursday, Um and uh, the last day to sign up is on the 31st, and the special group price is uh, $1,000, and um, which puts the course at $50 an hour. So, which that's just amazing. Yeah, it's really good. And here are the dates. So, virtual or in person for the men, it starts January 19th. For the women, it starts January 12th. And you do get the functional food program for free, which is $99 um, as a part of you doing that. And if you want to explore and enhance your own spiritual gifts, it's a five-month program. And I'm going to tell you that it's so important to um, understand not only uh, how to access source energy, but but really we're also going to, you know, if 
we're going to learn how to work on each other so we can help each other. Right. So you're, you're not going to be tethered to me. You're actually going to be tethered to God. You're going to be tethered to God and you're going to be able to serve or source energy. Like, you know, you, you pick your word. I'm not going to, I'm not going to challenge anybody on that. That's not my gig, but you're going to, you're going to have access to do what you want to do. And you'll be able to know if someone's lying to you, because I'll teach you how to muscle test things. You'll know when someone's lying to you across the table, you're having a meeting. Just check that out underneath the table, right? You know, do a muscle test. And you'll know if someone's being true or not true, right? And you know this anyway, but that muscle testing really helps you figure that out. So anything, do you have any programs coming up, Gina? Or how do people get in touch? I mean, I know this is how they get in touch with you. Um, you know, you've got this equine program. It's just amazing. Your, your two boys, uh, Dodger, Dodger and blue. You want to talk about Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard too, because green heart. Right, right. Right. I'll send my group to you for the, for the fire walk. I'll send my group to you for the fire walk. <laughs> I'm not going to do it because I'm, a, I, you know, um, I probably won't do it, but I'll set, you know, maybe I will do it. I'm sorry. I might do this. But anyway, when we're done with our class, we could all do your fire walk, you know, and we could all come over, bring, uh, we'll have, we'll have 40 people, <laughs> 40 people. Uh-huh. We can feel my feet when we're done. <laughs> I think we're at girls come in. Oh, hello. So we've got Tinkerbell, who's a little shy. So we said that everybody see beautiful. Look at beautiful Tinkerbell. Say hi to Auntie Gina. <laughs> and Fake, who's like the extrovert. So I'm going to let you fly now, okay? All right. So there we go. She wants it. So this girl could not fly when I got her. Yeah, so she's, she's an amazing, she's an amazing success story on her own. <coughs> Uh-oh, they have a message. Hold on. <coughs> who's... Tinkerbell, you've got the message. Got it. So 
that's not, uh, okay, thank you. So, okay, what Tinkerbell is saying, she says, I live my life, not only this lifetime, but past lifetimes, not believing in myself and not willing to use my voice and not sticking up for myself. And she says, and um, she goes, it's so important to use your voice and to find out who you are. And she says, and I don't know two better women on the planet that can do it for you than these two. Well, and, you know, for people who don't know, so this is my, Fagla is Zadie, my grandfather who passed, uh, he took his life in, uh, when I was seven. This is his second wife, Claire. Um, so we all come back in these same, um, these same tribes. And uh, both of them were in the Holocaust. And uh, Claire, you know, could not have kids and she, because she was raped, right? And so... Uh, so there's there's just a lot of stuff that goes on and uh, in our in our lives that we are passed on from generations that we're we're not even aware of. And so, if someone, thank you, she says, if someone's not treating you the way that you want to be treated, remember they're healing too. So send them a grace card because they're healing and they're walking in shoes that maybe you've never walked. Yeah, is that Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, I just, oh, wait, that's that's the wrong one. I wanted to show your books. Hold on. Um, so I just want to show uh, Gina's site once more. So um, she's, she's a great resource. And um, she, you know, has some great resources on her site. Um, uh, she also is an author herself. Oh, I don't know what's going on here. I guess it's a uh, log talk during this. Yeah, um, I have Audible, and so I have a bunch of books there um, that I put on my website. There's. Um, um, you know, there's so many books that will help you on your journey. Uh, Louise Hay is a really good one, How, How Not to Die by McGregor. Um, you know, the, the number one way to die is by doctor. Did you know that? Yeah, number one way to die is by doctor. They're <laughs> so funny, but it's really not. Okay. So, um, and then I want to just show, so um, here we go. So Life Relationships and Equine uh, Assisted Coach. And um, do we have pictures of, of um, Blue? And yeah, well, that's, 
Ja. There we go. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So those those boys are amazing, and uh, and so's their mommy. Okay. So, all right. Um, uh, thank you, everybody, for um, for participating in this show. We are so grateful. And uh, unfortunately, we had to cut off the blog talk because it started echoing again. Um, so I don't want to ruin uh, the audio for everybody else. So, um, and, you know, keep tuning in. I wanted to say next week, um, we have Dr. Stephen Spencer, and he is, uh, I, I call him my magic man. And um, we're re uh, releasing um, generational curses, people. Uh-huh. He's <laughs> like, I had a few. Um, so we're releasing generational curses. Please, you know, <clears throat> join us for that. And then the following week, the which would be the first week of the year, um, Michelle, uh, Dr. Michelle Froge, the rock star coach, Michelle Froge. We feel like we're all doctors, right? Uh, anyway, um,